0: Ask, 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 ask ask Pat. .com. .com. What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 217 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business, blogging, entrepreneurship, podcasting, startup questions five days a week. And we have another great question today from Brittany. But before we get to that, I want to thank. The amazing people over at musicradiocreative.com. The amazing people who put the intro to this podcast together. They also do outros and jingles and any sort of thing you need audio for your podcast. So if you're looking to get a podcast and have it stand out of the crowd, you got to go with Isabella and Mike over at musicradiocreative.com. Two of the friendliest people I know online, actually. And uh, if you go to musicradiocreative.com slash askpat, You'll hear a testimonial from me and other shows that you might have heard intros on that they have done, and uh, you just got to check them out. So if you have a podcast, check them out, musicradiocreative.com slash askpat. Awesome. Now let's get to today's question from Brittany. Hi, Pat. My name is Brittany Royball. I was referred to you by John Dumas to ask you this question. Um, I am 23 years old, I'm a college student, I'm working on my business major, Um, and well, let's be honest, I'm broke as a joke, Um, and I have an idea for an app. Where do I start? How do I get this app running? I'm not a programmer, I don't know any programmers, so how can I start inventing this app that I have an idea for? Brittany, thank you so much for your question. Thank you to John Lee Dumas, who I know is listening to this. He says he listens to this every single day while he's on his paddleboard surfing the bays of San Diego. So, John, what's up? Thanks for listening, and thanks for referring people to Ask Pat. So, Brittany, you have an app idea. Awesome. I think a lot of people can relate to that. Also, you might not have the necessary funds to get one of these apps up and running, and I think a lot of people can relate to that as well. So can you make an app if you have an idea but you don't have the money for it? Yes, absolutely. A lot of people are doing this and there's a lot of great ways to go around doing this. Now, there are ways to raise money and I'm gonna talk about that first. There are a couple different ways that I know people have successfully raised money to then use that money to hire a developer on a site like Elance or Odesk or perhaps another developer that, that they might know. So they might go about it in terms of a crowdfunding campaign. So using something like Kickstarter or Indiegogo.com to help raise funds for your app. And that's a really cool idea because what that can do is it can validate the idea of your app. So before you even spend money to build it, you can get reaction from an audience. And if they they seem to love it and they seem to back it and they pledge money and you have the funds, it's an obvious, I mean, it's it's obvious that people want it and that you know even before it's built, you already have some people who are going to get it as soon as it's up. It can also save you the time and hassle of building an app that might not do really well because what will happen is, uh, and what a lot of people do, including myself, is I'll have a great idea for an app, I'll pay to get it built, and then I'll put it out there, and nobody knows it exists, and then I have to spend either more money to market it or just trash it and go on to the next idea. And that happens quite often. I mean, we hear about these success stories of apps that have done really well, making some thousands of dollars per day, hundreds of thousands of downloads, but we don't hear about the people who build apps and there's apps updated and uh, put onto the iTunes app store every single day that uh, you know we never hear about because they don't do really well or they get lost in the crowd or they just haven't validated their idea. And I'm sure we all know or have come across apps on the app store that just seem really silly. And you know why would anyone think that? Well, it's hard. When you come up with these ideas yourself, you, know, you might think they're the best idea in the world. And so validating that idea through a through a crowdfunding campaign is a really smart thing to do beyond the initial research that you should do anyway to make sure that this is a great idea and I would recommend talking about this idea with as many people as you can Brittany now you might worry that somebody else might steal your idea but really that that's not you know usually going to happen and you know it's all about the execution of that idea and this is you doing the research you're in the mode of potentially executing it so even though you might be talking about this with somebody else and somebody else might be like, wow, that's actually a really great idea. The likelihood that they're going to copy you or do as good as of a job as you are on it is is very unlikely. So talk about it with people because you're going to get that immediate feedback that you're going to need to hear to take it to that level that it's going to succeed or just get that validation that it's actually not a good idea at all. Or it might turn into something completely different. Talk to your target audience, talk to people about it, and you're going to be able to shape it in the way it needs to be shaped. Another thing I would recommend you do, even before you start hiring and and potentially getting people out there to help pay for it as well, is before anything, even before the Kickstarter campaign, I would wireframe the entire app out. So that app idea you have in your head, I mean, it sounds good as a couple sentences, as a paragraph that you have in your head about what that app does, what it's supposed to do, but map it out, draw it out, button by button, screen by screen. You don't have to be an artist to do that. Just draw a little rectangle that represents a screen of your phone, and then say, okay, it looks like this. This is page one The people land on when they open the app, then what happens? What buttons go where and what, is, what does it look like? You need that because that, again, will validate your idea because I've done that before. I've had great ideas. I put them on paper and wow, they don't look as good anymore. Or there's a lot of holes that need to be filled and then it gets me thinking and then I either dump that idea or I, I go, wow, this is actually a great idea. It's even better now because I've written it out. I've wireframed it. And then once you have that wireframe, sort of storyboard of what this app does you can then when you hire somebody finally just hand that to them and it doesn't matter if they're overseas or if they're in you know local they're going to understand that wireframe because that's what it does you don't have to explain it and I've gone through many iterations in the past with developers where I just tell them even bullet points on emails what I want an app to do even bullet points on each individual screen and what button does what without drawing it out and there's always misinterpretations So do yourself a favor, draw out, wireframe that app even before this. And you might even find that, you know, maybe it isn't a good idea or maybe it is. And that fuels the fire even more to put yourself out there and then find a developer or get money for it. Now, there are other ways to be able to give life to this application. Uh, In terms of raising money, you might be able to get angel investing. You might be able to prepare some sort of presentation or slide deck and propose it to a potential investor. Um, And that doesn't have to necessarily mean angel investors. I mean, there's all types of investors out there. I mean, we talked about crowdfunding, which is great. But maybe you have friends, family, relatives, colleagues, friends, other employees that can help you. the funding and then not, you know, unlike Kickstarter and Indiegogo, you would give them a share of the company or something else as a result of them helping you fund the growth and the building of this application. And you can go that route as well. Now, you can also hook up with a developer, and I know a lot of people who have done this. You can find a programmer, one who potentially likes the idea, make them sign a non-disclosure agreement just to make sure that they know you're serious about uh, this app. And pitch them the idea of the fact that, you know, if they create it for you, that they will share some of the profits with you. And if they truly believe in it, they're going to put their effort into it. And you're going to have a developer that's on board who's a team member who's going to stick with it, which I think is important. And one differentiator in terms of, you know, if you hire somebody on Elance, they might build a great app for you. But then there are updates there are changes, there are bug fixes. You're going to have to pay for those additionally as well. If you have somebody on board come in as a developer who is a part of your team, who has a share and equity in that particular company that you form or that app that you build, uh, you know, a stake in it, they're going to be more likely to be there for ongoing support, for all those updates, for everything that, that uh, you know, Apple or Android does to, uh, you know, mess with developers in terms of making sure we are all, all up to date on everything uh, and what is eventually ending up in the hands of our uh, consumer. And that's another way to do it. And that way you won't even have to really exchange any money up front uh, before that app is built. Um, you might even be able to do a combination of, you know, the Kickstarter campaign or the investments And hiring a developer who can have some stake in the company as well and might be able to get further ahead in that regard as well. So Brittany, I hope that gives you some ideas. Uh, Validate that app. But before that, invalidate it with yourself. Wireframe it out. Write it all out. Get the sort of what it's going to look like and feel like on paper so that when you do create that Kickstarter campaign or you do share it with investors or you do share this app with a potential developer. They're going to understand what it's all about and be able to support you in the way that they can. So, Brittany, thank you so much for your question. I really appreciate it. And Ask Pat Teacher is headed your way very soon. You'll get an email from my assistant about that uh, in the upcoming week or two. For those of you listening, if you have a question you'd like potentially featured here on the show, all you have to do is head on over to askpat.com. And you can ask her right there on that page. You can just use any microphone that you have handy and use the widget that's right there on askpat.com. I also want to thank, again, musicradiocreative.com. I'm actually working with them right now on a big project that's coming up for 2015. So that's a little teaser for you guys out there. And if you know who Chris Ducker is... Well, he and I are doing something together next year, and we are using the services of Music Radio Creative. And not only do they do podcast jingles and things like that, but they also help with podcast editing as well. So check them out. Go to musicradiocreative.com slash Pat, and you can check them out there. And as always, I like to end with a quote, and today's quote comes from Ingvar Comprad, which is a name I probably butchered, and I apologize, Uh, however you might know this person as the founder of Ikea. He says, "'The most dangerous poison is the feeling of achievement. "'The antidote is to every evening. "'Think of what can be done better tomorrow.'" Cheers, take care, and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now you might've noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while.